Our next generation needs us now more than ever to show them what it means to live a happy, healthy, wholehearted life. Balance Period is here to equip you with the tools you need to incrementally improve your quality of life and be the best example possible for our next generation. Let's learn and grow together. Welcome to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast, the show where we equip you with the tools you need to prevent burnout, promote longevity, and create generational wellness. I am one of your hosts, Raymond Ashiel, a.k.a. Recovery Ray. And the bald sage. Hey, my bad. I really was sitting there for a split second and got lost on the aspect of was like, man, what am I about to say today for the awareness practice? And I was coming up with things. And in the moment of me thinking about it, I literally started doing it. <laughs> I caught myself. So, <laughs> Well, uh, for today, we are going to be continuing our month-long series, Ask Us Anything. We're going to be talking about how to handle the stress that is associated with expectations. We'll dive more into what that means. We'll also be talking about how to overcome self-doubt which is definitely something that each one of us has experienced or may currently be experiencing. And then we're going to be talking about what Nick and I actually do in the moment when we observe our mindful moments. But before we dive into those questions, we're going to kick things off with our mindful moments. So I am going to guide us through a few rounds of balanced breathing. It's going to be a six second inhale paired with a six second exhale. What I want you all to do with this breathing pattern here. I want you to focus on inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your mouth as if you're blowing out a candle. Okay, that's going to be how we breathe. Remember, your posture is important here. Act as if you have a string attached to the top of your head that's gently pulling you upward. And I would also say relax your shoulders too. go ahead and relax them now as we enter in to these breaths. Okay, I'll count us down three, two, one, and we'll get started. Three, two, one, inhale, two, Three, four, five, six. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Inhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Inhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Continue to breathe in your normal breathing pattern. For this awareness exercise, we're just going to observe. I will call out something to observe and you take a few breaths to observe. For the next few breaths, just observe your thoughts. Without judgment, just noticing. Now, just observe the feelings, any feelings you may feel, without judgment, just noticing. And now, any sensations, could be the clothes against your skin, could be the air, anything. And now count us down and on a count and on the end of the count, take one deep breath. Three, two, one, big inhale. 
and exhale. And that's it. Thank you for joining us today for this mindful moment. You know, I really like that one just because, and this one that I practice, and the reason why I use it is because you get to take your awareness, you observe some things, which is a reinforcement of these things aren't me. I'm observing these things. And then you bring your awareness back to the present moment. And it's just a really good way to just really quickly snap yourself back to the present moment when you can't, when you feel like you're overwhelmed or you can't hold your mind still. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that tapping into the sensations that we're experiencing in the here and now, whether that is in our mind or body, I think doing that really helps with the that kind of like treadmill of thought that we're constantly having. And I know sometimes for me, I spend a lot of time thinking, just a lot of time in my mind. And so utilizing the space that we create within these mindful moments to just focus back in on what I am experiencing and feeling in this moment is a great way to hop off of that treadmill for a moment just to Definitely. just to be, which I think is nice. So thank you for that. Thank you for that, for sure. All right. So let's go ahead and check in. It was great checking in last week. We talked about where we were mentally, physically, and emotionally. So yeah, Nick, let's check in. How are you doing this week since the last time we were here recording? And physically, you know, I'm doing A1. Honestly, I'm doing A1 all across the board, but I do want to share something that happened within my journey, like over these past 24 hours. And uh, it was more so dealt a lot with my mental. And what happened was I saw the preview for a movie coming out in October called Till. And it's just a story of Emmett Till. And the moment, and I didn't finish it, didn't even finish it. Just the moment that I saw it, I was instantly triggered. Like I was fear, I was so mad and I was upset. And I talked to you about it like after uh, I ended up seeing it. And I was so upset because it was like, here we go again with this cycle. It's coming around around Christmas. It's about to be, we about to be mad at white people for the next 60 days. Well, 60 days until Christmas rolls around. And then it's going to be everything back to normal. And every podcast during that time is going to be talking about the injustice that we deal with in society. But shit's not going to change. Nothing's going to happen. And as I was spiraling in that, I was meditating last night. And in my meditation, I just started to just laugh because what I was doing was trying to control something that I have absolutely no control over, which I talk about all the time. And I was getting wrapped up in something that literally has nothing to do with me directly. And in that, it's easy to get overwhelmed. And that's what happened to me. And so as I sat with it, I changed my perspective on it. It then became because I didn't never wanted it to seem like I was upset at the actors for doing this because I'm not like I'm not I'm not saying it's right or wrong, good or bad. I just didn't really like what I thought the outcome would be. But after sitting with myself and reflecting and holding myself accountable for it being me for how I felt and why I ended up in that place, I then changed my perspective to more of a, you know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And if people are going to watch this and if they're going to become emotionally maybe unstable or not be able to handle their thoughts or need some type of help, then I'm glad that we have balanced period here as a way to give them an outlet or provide them with resources so that they can get back to where they want to be in life or whatever it is that they're trying to accomplish. And so I just started to focus in on that, which completely changed my whole perspective on the thing It was more so like, you know what? As soon as this comes out, I'm just going to keep my ear to the ground in any place that what we do can be seen as valuable now because of this. We're just going to enter ourselves into that space and keep moving forward. But yeah, I just I just wanted to share that because I know we talk a lot about how we practice mindfulness and this and that. Like we're human. Life is a flow of waves and we all go through the same stuff. It's just to be aware of who you are when you go through it so you can choose the experience that you have. 
Yeah, thank you for sharing that, for sure. Because I do think sometimes it may come off as if we just never experience anything <laughs> internally that's, that's contrary to right to our values or to you know the mission and the purpose mind balance period and that's just it's really not the case but i really i love what you said there about how you were able to shift your mindset and your perspective on it to be like well you know what we have the resources that can help individuals if they were to get into the mental space that i originally thought they would be in from either watching this movie or hearing other people talk about it you know so i think it's really cool that you were able to take your mindset there and i I think what came to mind as you were speaking was the concept that anthony DeMello talks about and how our problems like aren't anything external like nothing (laughs) external creates problems in our lives when we think about what's problematic it stems from something that's happening inside of us. So reality itself isn't inherently good or bad or problematic. Um, And I think that in hearing that, I'm like, yeah, even in that, right? Even in thinking about the outcome of something that is out of our control and saying like, oh, this is creating a problem. It's not. The problem Mm -hmm. is coming from within us and we get an opportunity to shift how we respond to these things or what we contribute to these things. And we can be the solution to the problems that we end up creating for ourselves. (laughs) Exactly. Which we should be. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't see why we why we wouldn't because we might. I mean, we're going to be here anyway. We're going to be experiencing it. So we might as well might as well be the solution. But yeah. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So how's your week going, man? It's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. The first few days, I was not at home a lot. I was moving around quite a bit with some travel, all great stuff. So I've got an opportunity to travel to Chicago to speak with a group of students at the Chicago Urban League, nice. which is fantastic. Just us going through the process of talking about wellness, talking about why it's important, how we can you know, promote our own wellness and where to actually start in doing that. So I thought that was really cool. But aside from, you know, the great experience that I had physically, I'm tired today, you know, like in moving around more than normal, my body is like, yo, we're going to have to relax a little bit. So I'm definitely experiencing that physically at the same time, though, like like yesterday when I made it back from Chicago, I, st- I went for a run. So like I'm still doing the things that I find valuable and that I enjoy, which I think is great because what I'm learning is that I'm able to go just beyond uncomfortability, Yeah, which I find that to be the space where growth exists, like just beyond uncomfortability. And so, yeah, so that's where I'm physically, mentally and emotionally, I mean, feeling good, feeling good. I would say I would describe what's happening up there as just gratitude, optimism, um, yeah, just a, a lot of gratitude, to be completely honest. I was just speaking with um, some of the individuals in our mastermind, and we do a one word and why amongst the the leaders in that group. And my one word was grateful. And it was because I'm experiencing right now, like this feeling that I am in alignment with my purpose. And I, I think that's a, it's a beautiful feeling to have, and I'm grateful that I get an opportunity to experience that and to share the fruits of that with other people to help them align their their lifestyle with what brings them joy too. So, 
Yeah, that's where I'm at. Grateful for for where I am, and I'm looking forward to the growth that will continue to come from, you know, me doing the things that that I'm continuing to do. So, dope. It's time to take your sustainable self care system to another level. We partnered with Whoop so you can get the latest and most advanced health and fitness wearable on the market for free. With the all new Whoop 4.0, you will get the most accurate measurements of how the self-care habits you practice influence the quality of your life. You can finally take the guesswork out of deciding which self-care habits will actually help you feel good and function at your best. Visit join.whoop.com forward slash balance period and order your free Whoop 4.0 today. That's join.whoop.com dot com forward slash balance period enjoy the rest of the show all right so let's see let's let's dive into the questions for today so the first one the first one as i mentioned at the top of the show is something that we all experience at some point in time but these things called expectations we either set expectations on things for ourselves or we feel like other people set expectations on us for certain things that that we should do or they would like us to do, right? And I know personally, it comes with some stress sometimes. There's stress associated with these expectations. And so the question is, how do we handle the stress that comes from the expectations that we may be under or we may be experiencing in our lives. So Nick, I'll hand it over to you. How do you handle the stress of expectations? So this was something that, like just being completely transparent, I dealt a lot with back when I used to play basketball. Huge, like with expectations. And one thing that I, one question I want to pose to that is um, a lot of times, is your identity tied up with these expectations? Because I've understood like that's kind of where the stress will start to come in. Because if I, I identified myself as a basketball player, people said I was good. So I expect myself to perform at a certain level because everyone else says I should be. So I should be. And if I'm not now, I'm less than. And because my identity is in the bas- as a basketball player, now I'm high stress because if I don't hit these shots, dang, I'm less than. Well, if I don't do this, man, it's that. And I've always noticed like it's this greater than or less than thing when it comes to expectations. Like if I'm achieving these things, I'm great. And if I'm not, then I'm not. And that's when I kind of noticed that and I was able to separate myself from it. That's when I started to be able to enjoy things a little bit more without having these expectations and realize that it wasn't even the expectations that I set. It was expectations that other people set that I took on for myself. So I still set them, but they didn't originate with me. Gotcha. Yeah, I can definitely see that in our identification with these outcomes that are tied to these expectations. If we reach it, we're fine. But if we we don't, then it's not okay internally, which is not very, it's not pleasant. It's also not sustainable Man. for no. us to maintain our optimal well-being internally. So yeah, I can definitely see that. When I hear the question, the first thing that comes to mind is the definition of stress and remembering that it's more of a neutral phenomena instead of something that's good or bad. So in this case, like stress being either experiencing or anticipating adversity in a goal-related effort. And when I think about expectations, normally there's some goal tied to this expectation, like you should do this, um, you know, or whatever your, you know, scenario may be. And so when I think about it, it's remembering that well, 
on the flip side of any stress that I experience or something that I care about. And when you're looking to, in this case, like handle the stress that you experience with expectations, take your mind in those moments when you're, you know, experiencing it to, hey, what do I care about in this moment? Start there. And then beyond that, you can audit the expectation itself. Because if it's one that you set, well, in order for you to unhook yourself from some of the stress that's associated with it, maybe adjust your expectations. Understand why you set this expectation. If you're comparing yourself to someone else and that's what you base your expectation on, then odds are you're going to be putting yourself in a position to be in a high stress environment because you're comparing yourself to someone else when, when that's the root of it, right? And then if it's if you audit it and it's an expectation from someone else, it's the, the same concept, right? It's just understanding the source of it and then utilizing the understanding that you have, that you are enough, that you are whole, and that regardless of if you experience success or failure and whatever it is that you're working towards, you have an opportunity to learn from the experiences that you have to grow and to you know, build for future successes, right? So you're able to shape your mindset around the whole experience itself. And I think it starts with remembering what you care about and in association with whatever is bringing the stress about and then auditing the expectation itself and, and making adjustments accordingly once you understand its source and whether it is serving a useful purpose in whatever it is you're doing or not. So- that's how i would handle it yeah i would say trying to think yeah i do my best these days to not set very many expectations which is kind of interesting but it still happens it's still a part of life so i still set them unknowingly i set them like just out of habit sometimes and so i just i do my best to audit them when i when i notice that they're there I mean, I would even say changing our perspectives around expectations and how we set them. Like you can set expectations like, you know what, I'm going to do, I expect myself to do my best to be present. And when you start to set those kind of expectations now, and it's not something that you're identifying with, it's just if you want to set them, that's something that you can set that way. So we're now it's a focus more so on being present, which will allow you to experience that situation in a way that you wouldn't have if you weren't present. Right. Yeah. So yeah, once we audit them, like like Nick was just saying, we get an opportunity to choose where we set these expectations to, which I think will help us in our experiences from the expectations that we set. So, Facts. all right, that's the first one. Let's go on to the next one. So this is also something that we all experience as we set our sights on a certain level of growth or something that we do want to achieve, a goal that we set for ourselves. I mean, a lot of times we might experience doubt. And I know I experience doubt a lot in my ability to achieve these things that I set for myself. I think it just it comes with the territory. So how do you overcome self-doubt? I'll hand it over to you, Nick. How do you overcome self-doubt? I mean, like with everything, it just starts with a change of perspective. I know for me, similar to with fear, I may fear like this marker. Like if something and that fear and danger are two completely different things. I just want to say that first. But if it was something that I was afraid to do, then I would just say, okay, that's the direction I should go. Because why am I afraid to do this? What is the reason that I'm experiencing fear right now? So I kind of treat self-doubt the same. Why do I not believe that I can do what it is that I'm trying to do? 
And on the other end of self-doubt, just like fear, I personally, I say just do it scared. Like it doesn't matter if I'm shaking and I've uh, done speaking before where I've been shaking or sweating or nervous. Just still do it scared because all those repetitions are going to do is make you more confident in what it is that you're doing. Because most of the time, what we fear doesn't even exist. And it's something that could possibly happen. But there is also an infinite number of other possibilities that could happen as well. And I think it's much more cooler to be open to those rather than the ones that we don't want to happen. And so I would say with self-doubt, it's just doing it scared and being okay with doing it scared. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I resonate with that. I think I associate in this concept of doing it scared or I guess doing it with doubt present. I think it's like the process of embracing the doubt that's there. Because when we embrace what we experience, then our ability to then choose our response to what we experience is, you know, enhanced. And so when I think about the opposite of doubt is belief and trust, I would normally kind of put those two together. And so I think that for me, it's okay, understanding that doubt is present and then doing what I can with my time and energy to reinforce the belief that I have in my ability to succeed. And I know that we talk about this in depth in the balanced blueprint. It's actually the first step, um, which is belief. And the focus for that step is self-efficacy, which is the belief we have in our ability to succeed. And so there are ways that you can enhance the belief you have in your ability to succeed. And when you practice some of these things, you're able to in the moment when you're experiencing self-doubt, tap back into that belief because you're cultivating this belief that you have in yourself. And so, I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can do it. Um, A few that we talk about in the Balanced Blueprint, which I would highly recommend you getting yourself a Balanced Blueprint workbook because for stuff like this, right, if you're experiencing self-doubt, you can go to the workbook, do the exercise in the workbook, reference the tools that we have in the workbook, right? And so one of the things is literally listing out your accomplishments so going through the process and listing out when you were you know successful quote unquote based on your eyes right in your perspective and when you list out these things you realize that in a lot of other areas of your life and a lot of other instances you overcame doubt that may have been present in order to accomplish something now it might not have been as intense as you may be feeling right now but you had a belief that you could or that you had someone in your life that you could, you know, call on for assistance and utilize them in order to accomplish something. So most times when we experience doubt, it is it's something that we've experienced before and we've overcome. And so it's just understanding that that's the case and that we can cultivate the opposite of doubt, which is belief, and allow that to be what we use in the moment after we embrace the doubt that's present to make sure that we're continuing to take actions that are aligned with our values and our goals. So that's what we got for that. Check out shop.balanceperiod.com and get your Balance Blueprint workbook. Wouldn't it be nice to have a reminder to pause, breathe, and reconnect to the present moment? You can now get yourself a piece of mindful merch from the Balance Period store that will help you do just that. Each item in our store rocks our logo which is designed to prompt you to pause 
observe a deep breath and remember that you are whole and you are enough and you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace regardless of what's happening outside of your control. As a listener of this podcast, you get free shipping on any order from the Balance Period store. Just use the code PODCAST at checkout to get your discount. Visit shop.balanceperiod.com and get your mindful merch today. That's shop.balanceperiod.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right. Last question. Last question of the day. Now, this one, <laughs> this one I've gotten a few times over the last week. That's why I was like, it's definitely something that we can incorporate into this series. Because we talk about mindful moments all the time. We start out every episode with a mindful moment. And I've been getting asked, well, what do you do when you take your mindful moments? Normally, in my presentations, I show like a screenshot of my actual phone. And I'm like, these are how many that I have, you know, set up throughout the day. And so that that's the question that we're finishing this out with. Nick, what do you do when you take mindful moments throughout the day? So... Now I'm so I first when I first started I used to just uh breathe when it would go off I had just four set and when it would go off I would take a moment I would pause and I would breathe and after doing it now for what's been two years it's from when I joined balance period I started doing it uh now I just smile kind of laugh and it's just a good time for me like I still keep them set but it's more so of a, just a reminder that yeah you're still being present you're doing your thing like I feel it go off and it's like yep I'm doing it it hasn't been a time to where it went off and I was like, oh my goodness, I need to snap myself back. And it just felt good to have this reminder or this like thing throughout my day that was like, yeah, you're still doing it. So now it's like more like a checkpoint rather than, oh, I need to check in and come back. It's like, oh yeah, I'm still doing it. And so it's just something, a cool way to look at it. Gotcha. Yeah. And I know, I mean, yeah, I've been doing it for a couple of years now too, a little over a couple of years. And it's definitely changed what I originally did, which I still have the layout the same. But what I originally did was each time one of them would go off, there was a word. And one of the words was one of the steps of the balanced blueprint. So I would bring my awareness back to whatever that word was and kind of how it related to where I was in my day. And so that was the original way that I utilized these reminders. But it's, it's changed over the years for sure. Sometimes I would literally like stop everything that I did and just take five deep breaths or I would incorporate stretching into what I was doing. Um, Like I said, it just just varied. But currently what it looks like, first and foremost, I adjusted the times. So what I learned is that like by keeping it at the same time every day for me, it was like over time I would just oh, it's going off, I just, you know, stop it and then go back to whatever I'm doing. I really didn't observe it in the way that I I normally did because I just got used to it going off. So I just, I adjusted my timing. And then now what I do, which I like this because I, I can do it at any time or in any setting, but when it's going off, I allow it to go off for a little bit and I take a deep inhale and then I hold my breath. And I just hold it. And I don't try to hold it for a certain amount of time, but I just hold it until it feels like my body wants to get a, a breath. And then I slowly release the breath. And then I do another deep inhale. And then I go back to whatever it is that I'm doing. Nice. And so that is what I do to check in with myself. I kind of utilize that space that I'm holding my breath. 
allowing it to expel very slowly and then inhale. I'll bring my awareness back to my values during that time. Um, I'll think about what I have, you know, or what I'm currently experiencing in that moment and then how I want to take the energy that I'm, you know, cultivating in that moment with me to whatever it is that I'm doing next. I kind of just use that space for whatever I may need. And so that's currently how I observe them. I take a deep breath, hold my breath for a little bit, and then just get back to whatever it is that I'm doing. Nice. But yeah, I think that that has the flexibility to change with the seasons. Whatever season of life you're in, you can incorporate whatever you want into that time. It's just going through the process of pausing and reconnecting with yourself throughout your day and noticing if that has an impact on your quality of life. Because I know for me and for a lot of the people that have incorporated this into their day, we have been able to experience an increased quality of life by doing something as simple as setting a reminder in our phone to just vibrate and to bring our attention back to the here and now. So that is how we utilize mindful moments reminders. Facts. All right. Well, that's all we got. I'm super excited because I know what's coming next month. We're switching up our recording style, I should say. So the content that you see coming from Balance Pure is going to look, look a little bit different. We have a few fantastic guests that will be on the show throughout the month of August. And then just, you know, having conscious conversations around wellness and ways that we can continue to keep ourselves accountable as we create generational wellness and be the change that we want to see in our families and in our community. So I'm super excited for next month. I just wanted to share that with you all just to build some excitement within you too. But that's it. That's all we got for you today, Nick. Is there anything that you want to leave everyone with today? Man, as always, be kind to yourself. It's a journey. Definitely. And for me, we're unable to fill anyone else's cup if our cup is empty. So be sure to prioritize time for self-care. Continue to learn, continue to grow, and develop your sustainable self-care system. Lastly, you don't have to be perfect to be great. So be patient with yourself and be kind to yourself as you travel along this journey of creating generational wellness. Remember, all you have to do in order to be the change you want to see in your family and in your community is to get started and to keep going. So thank you all once again for tuning into this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. We look forward to having you tune in next week for our next show. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If this was your first time listening, welcome. We ask that you listen to three episodes of the show and pull out one thing that you learn from each to incorporate into your daily lives. If you are a returning listener, we appreciate your continued support. As you know, all we ask is that you take something that you learned from today's episode and use it to continue to develop your sustainable self-care system. For both new and long-time listeners, there's one more thing that we ask. Don't just take what you learned to improve your quality of life. Share this show with one other person so they can do the same. Lastly, be sure to prioritize time each day to pause, breathe, and remember that you are whole and you are enough, and you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. Enjoy the rest of your day.